0: You're with Julian on the Brown o- and a review of the movie Aliens. They've been showing them all in a row on TV and I was going to do all of them. Uh, I still might at some point, but I really wanted to review Aliens because I started watching it for the first time in years and I was struck by it being perhaps the Citizen Kane of science fiction movies. Um, Alien, Alien and Aliens and Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 occupy an incredibly almost they, they almost occupy exactly the same space alien appeared with ridley scott was tortured to make and it became a phenomenon a huge critical and commercial smash out of nowhere very low-key haunted house film uh this time around uh james cameron had just made the film piranhas 2 which was a nothing film he made a very obscure low-key science fiction film a game featuring a central protagonist that was mur- or antagonist that was a murderous being that was pursuing the cast and uh, an undefeatable entity his film terminator 2 terminator 1 i should say but that too became a core cool celeb it became a huge global phenomenon and a huge critical acclaim was met with huge box office both those films had if they were minimalist they both had maximalist follow-ups and interestingly, three of the four films were directed by James Cameron. He came back with the sequel to Terminator and blew that up into a $100 million film, which was a phenomenon. But before that, he got the reins on the hugely challenged Aliens project, the sequel to Alien. Uh, this came out in 86, and that's a big gap for such a, a, a film that was such a phenomenal success of such a tiny budget. Ridley Scott had gone on to Blade Runner by then. Fox Studios had really messed around with um, the production company by saying that the film lost money. Uh, Look up Hollywood Accounting. It's very famous. I think the film cost like $10 million and made $150 million at the box office and they said that it lost money. And all of this caused a great deal of... They wouldn't share that wealth with the production people, it caused the film to go on the back burner for years and James Cameron got on board after the success of Terminator and uh, one of the biggest careers in Hollywood was cemented by the success of Aliens once it finally was made. It was torture to get through. He hated the English crew in Pinewood Studios making it. Lots of antagonism went on, but the you can't tell in the first or second film that any of that happened because what was left was a masterpiece. Now, I wanted to review this because of how good I found it. Uh, this basically, Alien 1 had Sigourney Weaver and, and five or six others woken from hypersleep on a spaceship in the middle of nowhere working for a big mining corporation light years from earth and they were homed in on this distress beacon on a planet uh unoccupied and they found a spaceship on there that crashed and one of their crew gets a face hugger attach itself to them which they then take the guy back on board and it explodes out of his chest as this alien that they then produce Uh, proceeds to wipe out all of the crew in this terrifying alien creature with acid for blood and at the end of the film Sigourney Weaver is the last person alive and gets on board the ship with her cat and blasts the alien into outer space and goes into hyperspace we find out at the start of this film as she's floating through the abyss in outer space for 57 years she's picked up by accident and brought back to earth uh in a very nightmarish fugue state where she's constantly waking up in the middle of the night soaked in sweat and she tells them the story of the alien and the big company she works for don't believe her and blame her for the loss of this multi-billion dollar mining vessel she doesn't have a lot of evidence to be fair and they say that we've had a a colony on this planet for 20 years now because they retro they terraform it by um producing an atmosphere and it takes 20 years and we've had 100 people living there no one said anything about any aliens anyway this is the opening of the film and uh, a great cast member throughout is her connection with the company who is paul riser from the one of the worst sitcoms in history mad about you is brilliant here as the company man that pretends to be her friend And what the company have done in the background is they've actually gone to these people on this far away distant colony and said, can you check out this location where she said the spaceship was and, you know, see if there's any truth to this matter. After she's been back on Earth for a few months, uh, the Paul Reiser character comes and visits her when she's been demoted to working in a warehouse and waking up every night screaming and says, we've lost contact with the colony obviously they've gone to check it out and they've picked up the alien brilliantly in the normal version and I implore you to watch the normal version not the director's cut which just adds superfluous scenes which don't add and do detract from the flow of this film because they show you the colony and you don't want to see that at this stage it's much better to watch the original version which is perfect the whole build-up of this part is wonderful Uh, Sigourney Weaver is desperate not to ever go back to this colony or this planet and relive what happened but they just make her an offer she can't refuse so they all head off with this troop of interplanetary marines who are emblematic of sort of like america going into a situation like vietnam having all the weaponry on earth but not having any idea what they're getting into and very quickly they come into contact with the aliens and are decimated and very quickly find out all the firepower in the world isn't going to help them in this environment it's become almost like predator as well it's become a very stock format for other films to copy which is sending in this uh, elite american force which has is way out of its depth and immediately comes a cropper at the hand of this unknown force which they hadn't reckoned with now from then on they're just fighting the aliens towards all the way through to the end of the film They've also damaged the nuclear reactor on the planet as well. There's very few of them left, very few weapons by the end. And Paul Riser's character tries again tries to get the alien back to earth by blocking Sigourney Weaver and the child that turns up, Newt, who never acted in another film out of choice. She's the last survivor of the Colonius on the planet. And she's been hiding in the tunnels. She's rescued by what remains of the soldiers and becomes sort of Sigourney Weaver's de facto daughter. They're both locked in a room with one of the aliens by Paul Reiser just so they can impregnate her and they can take the alien back to Earth. A pretty low rent thing to do. Now, this is a masterpiece. I was really impressed watching it again. Uh, James Cameron has often shown effortless command of very big canvases Um, but this is a much better film than Titanic Uh, this is very tightly wound over probably two hours and ten minutes Uh, the build is relentless and the way it flows into the action is magnificent Um, we see these you know the the I think the hallmark of great directors in science fiction films is like 2001 or Star Wars you don't really notice the special effects here the special effects are not aged at all there's virtually nothing here that isn't doesn't still look incredibly cool the production design throughout is utterly magnificent everything is iconic from the guns that the um, the soldiers carry the big things on swivels and the sound effects they make are amazing Uh, the lunar vehicle that they drive around in Uh, The spaceships, very, very influential on the subsequent Terminator 2 movie because it looks like that wasteland when they show the future parts of Terminator 2. All of the production design is magnificent. And the aliens themselves are terrifying. Um, And then we get the denouement, which is um, the whole planet, well, the the whole area is going to be devastated by a nuclear blast. And Ripley has to rescue Newt from the alien mother, who is revealed beautifully towards the end of the film as this final endgame boss. A lot of this film, particularly when they're going through tunnels and so on, and then meeting an endgame boss, hugely influential on video games. It looks like Half-Life, where you've got the klaxons going off, warning of imminent nuclear destruction and aliens around every corner. Such an influential sci-fi film. Um, I'm so impressed by this, uh, watching it for the first time in years. Um... I thought the screenplay was next to perfect. I thought many of the characters in it were fantastic. Michael Bane uh, as Hicks, he stands out as a really likeable guy with a lot of charisma. He was the lead guy in Terminator 1, uh, who'd been back from the, from the future. Um, Sigourney Weaver was iconically nominated for an Oscar as Best Actress, which in this kind of film was unheard of. And both this film and Terminator are notable for having a female protagonist as lead in a an action sci-fi film, which James Cameron pretty much pioneered, although Ridley Scott deserves credit for doing the same in Alien, and made Sigourney Weaver into one of the great action heroes alongside the Sarah Connor character from the Terminator films. Uh, I, I think Sigourney Weaver referred to herself as Rambolina, um, and she does... When she emerges towards the back end of the film, looking, you know, holding the guns and and looking every bit, John Rambo. But I I really like there's a lot of um, contextual uh, interest here. Um, They show two different kinds of female as, um, I'm just trying to look for the other iconic. uh, Vasquez, played by Jennifer Goldstein, is the very muscular butch version of what a female action star should be. Sigourney Weaver is a very mothering mothering character and I love the fact that they've got two female leads that are both excellent and both have very different takes on what it would take to be the alpha female and I think Sigourney Weaver is very much the alpha female in this film her (coughs) her character is reticent and doesn't want anything to do. But once it hits the fan, she steps up and she pretty much becomes a de facto leader of everything that's going on. She is the matriarch in the sense of, you know, lions and hyenas. She's the one that takes command of everything that's going on whilst also being a mother to new. And I think this film is pretty revolutionary in the fact that the main protagonist and the main antagonist are both mothers protecting their offspring. And I think that's pretty revolutionary for this kind of film. Sigourney Weaver is trying to get newt back from the mother alien the mother alien is trying to protect her brood from sigourney weaver and it's a clash of mothers so many scenes in this film are iconic so many lines of dialogue uh bill paxton stands out as well as someone that's instantly uh, recognizable it pretty much defined his whole career game over man and so many so, like sigourney Weaver's saying you know. we're we have to nuke it from orbit, have seeped into the popular consciousness. I was surprised by how many scenes visually that I remembered instantly, and the way the relentlessly intense final third of the film, or maybe 40 minutes or so, is so unbearably intense as it ratchets up the tension and the combat between eventually Sigourney Weaver and the alien mother uh, and the loaders that she fights it with at the end, All of it is magnificent I really wanted to review this film because I I was so impressed across the board with the screenplay and the way it progresses with the visuals uh, and the cinematography who is it by well the screenplay was Cameron himself same as Terminator and the Adrian Biddle was the guy that did the cinematography Um, all of the production design is amazing even the sound effects are incredible All of the side characters are really richly developed and really, really good and memorable instantly. And some of the elements such as um, Paul Reiser and what he does on behalf of a large corporation to Sigourney Weaver and that is chilling. Um, And uh, Denoumont is unforgettable. And the reveal of the alien mother is one of the great moments in movie history as Sigourney Weaver is gingerly walking slowly in silence with Newt and gradually turns for the first time in the movie we see the alien mother so i'm going to give aliens a 10 out of 10 i think it's perfect filmmaking on every level it's iconic yet it's also utterly brilliant a magnificent effort from james cameron so aliens 10 out of 10